Welcome to Everything Imaginable, the podcast for curious minds on KGRA Radio. And here is your host, Gary Cochileo. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cocciolillo. And before we get started, just wanted to thank my contributors and thank you guys, because without you, my contributors, I wouldn't really have a podcast. Uh, I would like to thank Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, senior editor Amanda Steele, author of Ghosts of Me, binaural production engineer Damien Keller, author of Sounds Good, Sounds Great, and monthly co-host, Jared Murphy, author of It's Not Aliens, It's Worse, It's Us. If you are interested in becoming a contributor to this podcast, you should go to my website, everythingimaginable2020.com, and anything you can do to contribute would definitely uh, help, and um, it doesn't have to be money. In fact, even like right now, I'd really like to try to find somebody who could manage my a monthly newsletter, which I've fallen about six months behind on now. Um, and now, with all that technical stuff out of the way, I'd like to announce our guest for today, Kimberly McGeorge. Thank you for coming on today. Oh, my pleasure. And um, so uh, you're into Bigfoot? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> I have no choice. I have to be in the big, but I live in a habitation zone. I have to be. I have no choice. Uh, I love Bigfoot myself. Um, so, so what got you into, like, 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 like you and I have a lot in common. We're both into almost everything that's unusual or unexplained. What got you to this point? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I think I was born, um, well, first of all, I was born strange and unexplained, so that helps. And then um, I had a, you know, I had a fascination with it from the time I was young because I could, um, and I actually thought, and you've probably heard this a million times, but I actually thought everybody could see spirits, everybody was psychic, everybody could see RS, everybody could run view, you know, until you hit really school or I mean, I was the oldest, you know, of two kids. So until my brother could talk and I'm like, do you see this? And he's like, no, sissy, you know, <laughs> and then I realized like maybe not everybody could do what I did. Um, so, you know, you hit school and you come to a pretty hard stop as far as, you know, psychic abilities and people interested in what you're interested in. But from a very young age, you know, I went to the, I know most people listening are too young to know what a library is, but uh, we had libraries back in the day and I used to go and, you know, get all the books of Loch Ness Monster and witches and fortune telling and Ouija boards. And my grandparents used to give us $10, which actually bought something back then kids. And um, <laughs> I always wanted to go to Toys R Us, which is, I don't even know if that exists anymore. Gosh, I'm just dating myself. But, uh, you know, I always wanted to buy a Ouija board and my parents never let me. I was always really mad. But anyway, so that's kind of me in a nutshell. Wow. So so you started out right off the bat with psychic abilities as a kid. And it is something that I hear quite often where people have this experience and for them it's normal. And then you realize it's not normal. So you try to turn it off. What was that like for you? 
Well, yeah, well, my parents were super religious and I also find that a lot of really psychic kids end up in super religious homes. And um, so, gosh, I don't know, you know, I guess I did succeed in turning it off. So it was, it was just really frustrating because it wasn't completely turned off. And so I basically thought that I was like mentally ill or crazy because when you are really one in like hundreds of people as you go through the different grades you know in school and you associate with different people and your relatives and everything it's pretty disturbing to have even a remnant like to know when the phone's going to ring or know who's going to be on the phone or know what's going to happen next week or see an accident before it happens or um yeah it's it's pretty disturbing to have even a threat of psychic abilities because i know it's really cool now you know ghost hunters and ghost adventures made it really cool and all the bigfoot shows like it's really popular now you know we're having disclosure even you know from our own government and the military finally but um back then it wasn't popular it was you know it was shunned still so it's very difficult back then you know now it's great you know now we get to be on radio shows and have podcasts about it and businesses but back then it wasn't so great as you know yeah um so so at what point in your life did you say start embracing it you know it was typically when we go away from home which is why i really think it is good for kids to go away from home whether they go away from home and get their own apartment or whether they go on like a trip around the world or whether they go to college it's really nice to have that break from your family group where you're playing a lot of roles and where you can break out and have your own identity. So when I went to college, um, I became really popular because I couldn't help it. You know, when your best friend's crying, saying my boyfriend's cheating and you know who he's cheating with, how he's cheating, how often and what the girl's name is. I mean, you're not going to sit there and be quiet. So it was college that really um, got a little bit of censure because I went to a Christian school but um, people are really all about them. So they were more interested in what I had to offer them than denouncing me as a child of Satan, you know? So they wanted to use your abilities to their advantage? Basically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, can you tell me if so-and-so is cheating on me? Or um, should I take this job? Should I take this class? Yeah, is my, you know, is my boyfriend going to ask you to marry, marry me? I'm like, no, never. And they're like, I mean, people made life decisions based on my advice. And um, I have this saying, I'm always right, which is a very annoying person to know, the person that says they're always right, you know, or, and then my next favorite saying, I told you so. <laughs> That's true. Um, so with the, with the paranormal, did you ever like, you know, do any ghost hunting or belong to any paranormal groups? Yeah, um, it started in college. I developed quite a reputation. And um, back in the 80s, the police were just starting to have occult divisions. O-C-C-E-L-T, occult divisions, probably occult divisions too. But um, And so I worked a little bit with the police in investigating um, occult crimes around the Chicago area. And so that was my first investigations not exactly paranormal i guess they're paranormal well not exactly paranormal investigations but that was my first investigation skill which was rather horrifying um and then when i got older like much much older um it's just weird i don't even know how you fall into these things somehow but um all my girls are really gifted and have psychic abilities and i have one daughter who's like the ghost whisperer she sees more and better than i do especially human discarnates or we call them ghosts um and so she would go and we did house clearings around ohio um for you know, really wealthy people and really crazy places, businesses, um, 
just all kinds of things. And then when I um, got even older, I started working with teams all across the uh, United States and the world because, I mean, we know energy knows no space and time. So I worked with a lot of, um, like Shane Pittman, I worked with his group. He has a show, I think, on Travel Channel. Um, and I worked with a bunch of groups um, all over. And I would um, go before them, remote view their investigations, and then tell them where to set up their camera, what they're going to see, when they're going to see it. Because I know you've probably been in investigations, but, and, and the, the real dark secret is, you know, most paranormal investigations are pretty darn boring. So if you have someone like that can give you a cheat sheet, it's awesome. It becomes a lot more exciting and a lot more, you know, um, valuable. You can get a lot more evidence. There is a lot of just sort of chilling out in the dark. Um, have you ever watched the show uh, Psychic Children with Chip Coffee? I think I've seen a couple episodes of that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because he, he helps like psychic children, you know, Used or used her psychic abilities and stuff. It's neat. I think, um, like my children, I feel are way, 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 which I'm pretty psychic. So to have children that are way more gifted than I, I, I just think, um, you know, as we reach the end of the age, they really brought in the big guns. And I'm not, I don't really consider myself as psychic as even my children. I've developed my psychic abilities now but they had them like naturally stronger than even I did. So I think there are a lot of children still that have, I, I work with a lot of them. Um, I worked, I just worked recently a couple of weeks ago with a two year old little boy who has to sleep in his parents' bed because of the things that he sees in his room and the beings that uh, try to communicate with him and try to take him and things. So uh, I think even there's children being born today that are exceptionally gifted. Wow. So, so what type of uh, beings are out there other than just disincarnated humans? Oh, I, I honestly believe, I didn't always believe this or know, and I still don't know. <laughs> uh, the more I know, uh, the less I know, I think. <laughs> the more I think I know, the less I know I know. But um, I think there's millions. I think, um, I know that the Vedas in India, they talk about, that's why I get really weird. You know, people are like Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Dogmen, Sasquatch, Dogmen. I'm like, no, no, no. There's like, so I call them interdimensionals right. because I've seen, and I have pictures of so many different kinds of things. Like, I mean, when you see like a white rabbit, like from Alice in Wonderland, you know, walking upright with a coat on and have a picture of it, like it kind of shatters your reality. And you realize like, there's so much that we're not even allowed to know now, or that people aren't really talking about. And I really see myself as pushing the envelope out from Sasquatch and Dogman or even the Fae and the little people. Oh my gosh, this week on my security camera, it said, um, it alerted me that there was a person. And when I went and looked at the footage, there's a, a little person in a cloak standing at my back door, clear as day. I mean, I get crazy pictures. Like none of my stuff's Photoshop, none of it has filters on it. And it's, it's clear as day. That's awesome. Do you have like a website that you share it on? No, I don't. You know why? Because um, that's when you get, and I already get a lot of stuff. I already get a lot of military uh, accompanying me and a lot of three-letter agencies and a lot of interest in the stuff I do. So I really don't want that um, exposure because you really put a spotlight on yourself. And my stuff is so good. And I have sent some of it, you know, to Michelle who booked me, but um I mean, she has some pictures. I don't know if she sent them to you or not. No. And I even have better ones because I've sent those in. But um, yeah, I have like pictures of like 
yeah, it's so funny. I have an FBI agent car on my left and across the street, I took a picture of a college student wearing a red hoodie and he's a Draco and you can totally see it in the picture. So I get like such crazy pictures that I probably wouldn't be speaking to you if I openly published it. Plus you open yourself up, as you know, to a lot of ridicule. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what people say because, you know, universe is a song of one. We all live in our own worlds. You know, whether you're married, whether you're in your family, whether you have children, whether you live with 80 people or no one, we all live in our own world. So it really doesn't matter what anyone else believes. And I don't care about that. But um, I would, I do have children and I would like to live a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've had my dealings with those three letter agencies, too, but I'm still alive. Um, well, and then there's a, there's the whole other side of that about, you know, protection and who you are as a soul. And yeah, you're pretty interesting anyway. So I have some <laughs> suspicions about why you might still be alive. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit to like you said, you worked with the police department on Colts. Now, I remember like for like a short period in the 80s, like satanic cults were sort of a thing. Is that what you were doing? Yeah, there's a lot of, um, I lived in the Fox River Valley and there was a lot of um, animal ritual, sacrifice, baby covens, just a lot of kids doing stuff and really big groups doing stuff too. So um, we were locating, um, my fun job was to help them locate ritual sites or sites uh so funny because it's kind of reminding me of those vampire movies where you have to locate the vampire nest Mm -hmm. but i never really paralleled that to right now but uh you know like areas where they were like they suspected where they were but they'd move around and they wanted to know where they were so yeah it was interesting and very traumatizing at 20 21 you know Mm. not not really I, I just love how everyone thinks the paranormal is so glamorous. It's gory. It's gritty. The people in it are I'm not saying you are, but most of the people in it, one of the reasons I pulled out of working with so many paranormal groups is I couldn't handle like the culture of the paranormal crowd, to be honest. And I don't do too well with the Bigfoot crowd either. <laughs> so yeah, huh. it's interesting. I don't know. I haven't really run it. I, I know like everybody has like a lot of different opinions and they'll argue over the opinions. But I don't really get involved in the arguments. I just hang out sort of and listen to people. Oh. I don't really like the drama part of it. But I don't like that. Not even I don't like that with any crowd actually. I just found it really I mean, shockingly enough, I found the paranormal crowd really dark. I mean, there's a lot of drugs, there's a lot of sleeping around there's a lot of this is what you don't hear but this is the truth there's mm-hmm. a lot of drinking there's a lot of um possession i mean what we find in everybody even ourselves sometimes i mean my son-in-law has had human discarnates in him that i've had to pull out um entities jump on me i have pictures of entities on me pictures of entities on um my kids i get pictures of entities on people all the time so there's a lot going on that most of us just don't have the sight for and I guess I just am the lucky one that does, you know. Huh. I guess I'm the lucky one to never be possessed. Hmm. Um, so how about with the cryptids in the Bigfoot crowd? Like one of the things that it says on here is that you don't believe all all creatures are Bigfoot. Right, which is what we were talking about. So one of the most common things, at least in North Carolina, um, and if you talk to anyone that gets any good pictures, 
they'll get a lot of um, small black, they might be furry, but they definitely are not the, um, they're not bears because <laughs> there are a lot of bears in North Carolina, mm -hmm. but um, they're, they're just totally different. They, they stack up in totem poles and people are like, oh, they're babies. So we just have such a limited human mind just because something is small uh, doesn't mean it's a baby. It could be an entirely subcategory and probably is. Again, like I said, the Vedas have books of the interdimensionals and you know, there's not one type of dog, man. There's 20. There's not one type of, you know, hairy black creature or brown creature. There's, you know, 50. So other cultures have been much more open-minded. I think, you know, intention is a real thing, as you know. And so what we expect to see, we see. So I have been out with these men who are looking for Bigfoot, you know, <laughs> their shotguns and their hunting gear and their camouflage and their, you know, fleers. And they walk by thousands of creatures that I, I'm just, you know, not only am I probably laughing at them, but the creatures are laughing at them. I mean, I find it's a much more subtle and sensitive thing. And the more open you are to the subtle and you give up all expectation and you just take what is and uh, what, you know, the beings that you resonate with and want to have a relationship with you, you actually get better pictures and you discover more. Are a lot of these beings just different forms of consciousness that some people are able to perceive and others are not? Like, for example, like, like Fae, like, aren't they kind of just like plant consciousness? And, you know, like, because it, like, I kind of think that everything is alive. Oh, I totally agree with you. Um, does everything have a spirit? Absolutely not, including, I think, most human skins on this planet today actually don't have a spirit. I think they're Sims. I think they're Android. I think they're AI. I think they're clones. And I think a tree can have a spirit and a tree might not be, you know, have a spirit. It doesn't mean it doesn't have um, just like a clone. So it doesn't mean a clone doesn't have a mind and emotions, but it doesn't mean it has a, what I call a fire creation spirit. Mm -hmm. uh, so only certain types of beings, not just quote in a human suit, but only certain kinds of beings, um, have the ability to create out of nothing ex nihilo out of the void and those beings are the top dogs in all multiverses all realms all creations all planets all you know possibilities i mean that's the top that's the top consciousness and um there's a lot of beings like the draco like reptilians like clones that wish they want to be human you know it's kind of like pinocchio hmm, are they trying to tell us something you know i want to be a real boy type thing um they want to be able to create so it's just really deep and interesting so i don't think all trees have spirits i used to and i don't now um i have film tree spirits i do agree with the nature spirits i think the fae are very closely related to nature um I've seen uh, DNA sequencing that seems to suggest that our current avatar that we're in now is heavily influenced by the Fae, uh, the Draco, and the Sasquatch, uh, which is one of the, you know, that's one of the popular theories, too, that the Sasquatch and our DNA are um, obviously linked yeah. and very close. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. I always say uh, time will tell the whole tale. And I do agree with what you say. Ultimately, we're just, um, you know, consciousness playing a game too. <laughs> you know, it's what we're choosing to be and do um, here. And we're also in other realms and other places and our 
if you are a fire creation spirit, you're split off into many other places. And now we have the technology to be able to answer a lot of those mysteries, which is phenomenal that they finally let us have access to the technology that we've always had, which is another pet peeve of mine because I mean, all technology we've had for billions and millions of years is nothing new. No technology is new here. Hmm. How much of the human population are clones? And who's making them? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I think there's a lot of groups that are making them. I don't think it's, I think one of the um, top groups is the military, but I, and then I think, you know, the greys, I think the Dracos, I think a lot of groups, uh, other dark groups that are here. I mean, there's always been like 30 some groups here uh, since the Anunnaki departed. So uh, at any given time, who knows? I mean, probably other tons of people I don't know, I would assume, but I know our own military is a huge uh, creator of clones. As a matter of fact, oh, what is, I, I wish, oh, oh, I almost had it. I saw the picture in my mind. You know those, um, the Life Touch, the company Life Touch? Mm -hmm. It's a clone catalog. Oh, wow. Not for, for sex trafficking, yep. So the rich and elite flip through your kids picking. Okay, so everything here is reverse you know, just like um, Stranger Things tells us, it's the upside down. Everything, it's a reverse, inverse, uh, mirrored, upside down reality containment system. So everything's opposite. Why do you think a photography company, people like, we don't think about this. We're so brainwashed in every level, so thickly. We don't think, oh, we just got all these pictures of our kids for free. They just want us to buy them. No, they want you to let your kids get their picture taken so they can make clones of them to sexually abuse and sex traffic. Yeah, that's the cold heart reality. Just like, I'm not gonna say the name because I got in big, big trouble and I got a lot of phone calls from um, warning me and threatening me when I said it before. But just like the um, meat company that supplies every single fast food restaurant. Uh, I talked to an employee that works there, multiple employees. Uh, they have human meat warehouses. Like we are just so naive. All this is gonna come out probably this year, I would imagine. But um, yeah, so all these companies that we trust, you know, are just betraying us because everything is, Everything is not what they tell you. So anything they tell you, they, uh, the media, the people pushing the consumerism, uh, it has a dark side, every single thing. So are we all participating in cannibalism unknowingly? A hundred, hundred percent. Every time you go through your cupboards right now, pull out your spices, pull out your drinks, anything that says natural flavors is um, a form of, um, either the human sacrifice industry or the abortion industry, every single thing, natural flavors, a hundred percent of the time, um, because of who am I know this and I have people in the industry, actually my relatives work in human cloning. So that's how I know a lot of my information, but um, yeah, we've all been made part of it a long time ago. I mean, years ago, not recently. I mean, I was born in the eighties and I mean, I'm positive it was going on then too. Probably always has been in some form. How can I tell if I'm a clone or not? You are not a clone because I know things about you <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you're not a clone. You, you can't, like a clone, this is a great question because a clone does not know that they're not a fire creation spirit. However, a clone will have great agony in real creation. Anyone can imitate something so anybody can see a picture of a bird and draw a picture that's like imitation but to draw like a fantasy bird out of their own mind or to create a video game that's never been they will really struggle 
um, to create and to up levels. So all information is available from all time, all space, past, present, and future, all the time. So fire creation spirits know that and they intrinsically pull it from, you know, 7 million years ago, 8 billion years ago, this planet, this realm, this timeline, this place. And then we create something that appears original. And it is original because we have access, you know, we're this huge, huge, infinite, powerful top dog spirit. And we have access to that. But a clone can't even, um, and, and you'll especially see this in the younger clones, like take the Kardashians, which the Kardashians aren't clones, they're AI robots. But I mean, listen to their conversations for a good example of how you can't string two words together in an intelligent sentence. Right. Interesting. So so the clones don't have the ability to be creative, like, an art, like they don't have any artistic abilities. If they do. Now, I take that back. So if, well, and there are clones of me and there are clones of you. So if there's a clone of me and my body goes to sleep and they project my consciousness into that clone, so it's me in a clone body, that's different. So a clone with a fire creation, see, this gets really tricky. A clone with a fire creation consciousness can create. Hmm. So you can borrow other people's consciousness when they're asleep. Absolutely, absolutely, and they do all the time. And they also fragment your spirit. So they steal, you know, there's tons of movies, tons of books, tons of cartoon series, you know, made with soul stealing and spirit stealing. And that's what they do. They, they can't have their own fire creation. They have to take it. They, they covet that all movies in Hollywood are based on fire creation spirits, you and me, people like you and me. Um, those stories are true. They're the tales of the gods. They're the superheroes. Those are fire creation spirit stories. This is a prison planet. We've been in prison. I believe only the best and the brightest are left. So the oldest spirits and the most powerful are left. I think most of the others have been um, taken off planet or allowed to leave. Um, so they're holding us because we're running the whole simulation. We're running the whole reality. Our energy, our creative power is fueling the simulation that we all share as a collective consciousness. Wow, that's wild. I've always suspected that a lot of the people that I encounter are clones or um like like when what's to once a person's a clone, is the clone able to reproduce naturally and create other clones without even knowing what it's doing? 80%. Well, they lied to us. Remember I told you they lied to us about yeah. everything? Mm -hmm. I was just talking to my daughters about this because they're like, I want to have my, you know, one of my daughters, I'm not going to say his name, but she's like, I want to have my, you know, significant other's baby. I'm like, you're not going to. 80%, 80-90% of all babies have always been implanted by the military. It is not, why do you think they push sex education? It's programming. You watch the videos where the egg and the sperm, that's not how babies are made. We are wetware. We are a robotic avatar with fire creation spirit. They do what they want, especially with the fire creation spirits because um, they want very specific genetics to do very specific things and keep us tightly contained and controlled. So I'll give you an example. My mom and dad met on the campus of Ohio University. They're a double bloodline family. Bloodline, uh, high level bloodline English family, high blood level German family. And they met, fell in love, isn't that sweet? Yada, yada, no, it was the program. If my mom hadn't met my dad that was from a high level German family, they would have met another person from a high level English and German family. Everything is programmed. If you wanna see who's programming it, you can see 
the spaceship on the SECHI cameras, S-E-C-C-H-I. You can see the spaceship sitting on the sun simulator that runs the entire system, that runs the matrix computer. As long as that spaceship is there, you're inside the simulation on a ship, on a pole called Earth, U-R-T-H. And I have pictures of it. And I have pictures of our spaceship under a dome, like our high-level Satanism friend Stephen King told us. So it's all a lie. Everything's a lie here. Wow. Is the Earth is the Earth round or flat? It's a spaceship. So a in spaceship. the simulation, it's whatever you want it to be. It's round if you think it's round, as NASA draws it, and it's flat if you think it's flat. But the Earth doesn't exist. It, you're on a holodeck. If you ever watch Star Trek, yeah. you're on a holodeck. Everything is a simulation. If you and, a, and this gets into really, really tricky stuff. But if you, I mean, my walls have dissolved in my house because I, I stop holding the belief. I get so into trance state and certain brainwaves and a certain frequency that I stopped holding the collective conscious and I start totally creating my own reality. So everything like you said is a projection of all of our consciousness together, but you live in your own world so you can change your consciousness. And right now, a lot of things are changing. So that's where you get the Mandela effect. Uh, they're, you know, they're using, there's, there's like, I know there's over a hundred CERNs. Everybody's like CERN. No, there's not just one CERN. There's hundreds of CERNs. You know, they do the Groundhog Day all the time. They freeze time in certain cities. They freeze time in certain villages. They freeze time in certain people's houses. They freeze time in certain countries. And then they take the whole population, mess around with them, do whatever they want, then return them. And that's why things are weird sometimes. That's why sometimes you can't find your keys and you know, they were right there um, because they've stopped time. There are clues that they leave though that they don't cover. So, and this is really weird. Like people are like, I just shaved my legs. I swear I shaved my legs, but my hair is like three inches on my legs, you know, as a woman who shaves her legs. Or you'll find little signs that they've altered time. It's real interesting. Wow. Um, how did fire spirits enter the simulation? Each, and this is, just like I, I always say about my technology, every single person's individual. So mm -hmm. I have my own story that I've never told publicly and it, I'm just not gonna tell it. I'm not gonna, unfortunately, not on the first show, maybe on the second show I tell it, if you have me back. But I've never told my story of how I came to be here, but I know how I came to be here. I volunteered, I have a very weird situation. A lot of people are like, oh, we volunteered to come here. Some people didn't, like my daughter, she's from the future, she did volunteer to come here. Um, but most people were captured in battle. And I both volunteered and was captured in battle. I'll just give you the Cliff Notes version. It's a very interesting, I'm very, 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 very well known in this reality and outside of this reality. So I have a really weird story. Cool. <laughs> it's just really weird. So I was captured and put here? I have to look at yours. I don't know what your... Um, you know, we're mind wiped and we're, we're mind wiped every night. They upload us into the mainframe computer, um, usually after midnight in every time zone. Uh, there's a crystal spray. One of the things they spray from the skies is this crystal matrix, um, which are little crystals that lay on your skin and record every thought, every emotion, everything you say and do. Plus they have all the stuff in our houses. Um, everybody's like, oh, I'm a targeted individual. I'm getting stalked. Yeah, we all are. So, <laughs> you know, cry me a river. Um, yeah, we're monitored beyond the matrix movies. There's no movie um that you could watch that even tells you know how much we're monitored so one thing i tell teach my students is to take a shower and use like a scrubby with essential oils because you'll get most of that off and they'll have corrupted data i mean they probably if you're really really powerful um they probably have other ways that they're monitoring you i have an ear implant behind my left ear uh that i have uh x-rays and things um 
and I've lost hearing in my left ear because of it. So yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people have, I have not found anyone who doesn't have eye implants. And um, that's very interesting too. Even pets, they put, they freeze time and put eye implants in our pets. And people are like, oh, pets, little kitty cats and little dogs. And believe me, I love dogs. I have a ton of them, but um, they're little spy cameras. Like, and if, if you really look, you can see them or you can go get a black light and go in a bathroom and see them. You can see them in your own eyes too. So yeah, we're so, it, nobody understands this reality. And it took me a long time um, and a lot of uh, remembering to learn a lot of this information, but I really try to validate it um, from multiple sources. And now, you know, with the whole My Labs and SSP thing coming out, um, which you should be interested in yourself. Hmm. I'll have to check those out. Um, does washing, does showering with bleach help wash those crystals off? Yes. So I heard. Yes. Um, borax. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, they put them and, you know, nanotechnology is another form. I mean, the crystals are on the skin, but it's a form of nanotechnology or now they call it something else, like even smaller than nano, but I just use the term nano. But nanotechnology is in all the laundry detergent. It's woven into your clothes. Um, so everybody, if you ever wondered why there's so much lint, I always did. I always asked these questions when I was little. Nobody had the answers. Like, do you really think there's that much that comes off some of these clothes? A lot of it's the nanotechnology that they build into the clothes that is in your lint that comes off in layers um, in your dryer. So yeah, yeah, it does seem like I have more lint than I do clothes. Exactly. Come on, people. What What is that stuff? It's nanotech. <laughs> It's very similar to Margellans. If you drop it in, um, like the test they do for Margellans, like oh, the wine yeah. test or whatever, it'll do the same thing. I know somebody who had Margellans. Yeah, that's it's uh, a mess. It's a mess, but yeah, it's it a mess. Bad. But if you clean up your, you can do a lot to reduce that or not have that excessive, you know, nano you know, by what you eat, by what kind of cleaning products you use, by how you live. Um, and what you expose yourself to, of course. Hmm. So the spaceship that we're on, where did mm -hmm. it come from? That's a good question. I never asked that question before. So I don't know. I mean, it's a made spaceship. It's an actual, uh, if the simulation would disappear, you would actually see, you know, like a Star Trek or Star mm -hmm. Wars type spaceship. It is an actual um Spaceship, just like all the stars in the sky are spaceships and all the planets um, are spaceships with beings controlling them. Like none of it's what they tell you it is. You know, it's just the the illusion. You know, everything you learned in school is just be basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know who made this spaceship. That's a really good question. I'll have to uh, try to find that answer. I don't know. Do we, don't leave, know do we leave the ship after we die? Well, unless you're dumb enough to believe all the soul regression people that tell you to go into the white light, yeah, which is a soul trap that the moon was running, but the soul trap's broken now. That doesn't mean other beings and other dark force uh, groups aren't going to try to imitate the soul trap because it worked so well for so many years here. So most people are tricked into coming back here by saying, you want to go help the world. You know, a lot of people, you know, the powerful beings that we are, are healers and we're magicians and we're alchemists and we're teachers and um, we have a heart or we've developed a heart uh, from choosing wrongly and we decided to choose differently, but we've de developed a heart for humanity. So if they say, don't you want to help your grandchildren? Don't you want to save the USA? Whatever your buttons are, 
um, they have to get your agreement or your contract. The multiverse, not just the US, not just the world, runs on contract law. The whole, every planet, every realm, everything runs this, I mean, there's some base base laws and it runs in contract law. So they have to get your agreement, which is your contract. And then people are like, oh, can I just dissolve the contract? No, because there's something called a concedement. So they know they can memory wipe you, but you don't remember that they can memory wipe you. So they get you to sign a contract that says, as long as you are here, you will work for the military, you will work for SSP, you will work for the Dracos, you'll work for the Greys, you know, whoever your faction is or whoever else, the actuarians, the Palladians who are not good. Um, of course, there's good factions in them, but anything that junk consciousness usually says is untrue as well. Um, my ex-fiance was high up in Homeland and he showed me a chart that they'd gotten in the meeting. And if you don't think Hay House wasn't on it, you would be wrong. And every single healer pushed by them and everybody you know, at the top is all under control and puppeteered. And most of them are not fire creation spirits. Most of them are clones that are programmed to push a religious or spiritual agenda to keep you from knowing the truth. Hmm. Wow. Um, Why are you making me say all these things? This is <laughs> cool. We went like crazy, wacky deep. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> I don't usually talk about this stuff on public. I love this. This is awesome. Um, you mentioned a contract. Now, I don't know if you can tell, but but I'm an, I'm an anarchist. I I I, I don't obey anybody. So mm -hmm. that's funny to me because I know something you don't know about you. Yeah, what is that? You're in my labs. Hmm. You work for the military. I do. You're in my labs. Yep. Mm hmm. You're an SSP. I actually could tell you uh, specifics. Okay. Some specifics. Hold on a minute. Let me find my. Uh, let me find my notes. So, so uh, I'm not really an anarchist. Yes, you are. In your conscious mind, that's not repressed and memory wiped or trauma memory wiped. The, the conscious part of your soul that is speaking to me right now is, yes, absolutely. Uh, probably a purer part of your soul. But in reality, in action, you're not. If that means, In complete action, you're mm -hmm. not. In complete self, you're not. Um, so you've been to the antarctic base in this lifetime you've worked as a slave on mars i think you're you've at least been 20 and back once you know what that means right no do you know you know what 20 and back is no um you trained in langley virginia so did i mm -hmm. um you were you've been uh um what else you've been through many jump gates including mars jump gate um right now in your home you have monitors from the ssp program that are cloaked that are military remote viewers. Um, you have a genius IQ. They lie about IQ here to everyone, like the dumbest dumb people, they're really dumb. And like people like you and I that have genius IQs, they're not like, you and I don't have like genius IQs, like what, like low genius IQs. We have like above Albert Einstein, who's a woman, um, genius IQs. Um, yeah, so they lie about that because they don't want you to feel, why? Because if you knew what I knew, like I know who I am, you don't know who you are. And even me telling you that you're in my labs, that's not who you are. That's not who you are as a fire creation spirit. I know who I've been for, um, and of course, as consciousness, as you point out, we've been many things over billions of years, but I know different roles I've played for long periods of time, which gives you 
power, which gives you fearlessness, which gives you fire, which gives you the ability to start creating your reality. So remembering who you are as a spirit is very important. You've been a fighter jet pilot. Um, you fought Mantoids. You were in the Montauk Project, been in the chair. You've been MK Ultra, uh, the hardcore MK Ultra programs, along with other people. You and I actually know each other, but you don't remember, but I do. And you know other people that I know because huh. we were in the same programs together. Interesting. Well, definitely, I'm completely obsessed with this base in Antarctica. And actually, just, That's weird. Really? just, 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 okay. just yesterday, <laughs> I, I, I believe I've acquired the coordinates to get there and how to really? get there. I did, yeah. Wow. Because I, I know one of somebody who has been there and remembers being there and told me what we need to know to get there. Well, you've already been there, so you're you you have way above the, uh, your clearance is uh, you're you're above any politician. Your clearance at night. <laughs> huh. So yeah, so 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 have I been down the hundred mile hole beneath the mantle? You've been everywhere. You've been weirder, crazier uh, bases and places than that. You've been everywhere. You thoroughly know that base. You're very associated with that base. That's why you do have a memory. So there's cellular resonance memory, there's energy field memory, they can't completely wipe us. So the things that we're interested in give you clues to who you really are, both at night, in this life, and in other lives. Was I ever an Atlantis? Absolutely. I know who you are, which I'm not allowed to tell you. I wish I was. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're, you're so magical, it'll blow your mind. Hmm. You're so powerful, it would light you up. Like you, uh, I hope you remember. I hope, I hope some of this disclosure is going to trigger actual conscious during the day, not able to be wiped memory. It's like once you remember, they're not allowed to take it. Like once you have a piece, you get to hold that little piece, and then when you get your other piece, you have your little two hands clutching two pieces. I have like fifty pieces, and they can't take them. And now the game's tipping. Now I understand how this whole construct works and I can beat the game, but you have to have certain, you have to have enough information uh, to understand how the game works to beat it. If you don't know the rules, number one, it's hard to play. And number two, it's hard to win. So when Atlantis sunk, the Atlanteans scattered. Some of them scattered, I believe, to here in North America. Was I one of them? 100%. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yep. All right. So Atlantis I is. I didn't forget everything then. We'll just say Atlantis is very associated with North America. That's all. I, that's all I'll say. Yeah. I know it is. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot about North America that people don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Um, secret space program. You mentioned that this technology that we're starting to use now has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Was that used to create the secret space program and to create all these stargates that allows us to go to other planets and other dimensions without even knowing that we're there? there yeah, well, there's different types of stargates. So I'll give, like every, um, this is one of my favorite, I do give out this piece of information. I wonder why I get harassed. Um, so every Marriott hotel and every Hilton hotel has um, jump room floors and the high-speed tram runs under every single hotel. So be careful when you go there that you don't get too lost. 
Um, and they snatch a lot of fire creation people and do a lot with them when you stay in those hotels. So you're just making it easy for them. I mean, it's easy for them in your home too, but you're making it real easy when you're going to where their gates are. So there's, um, and I have pictures of a lot of this stuff too. So there's ancient gates that are from like millions of years old that they've like intertwined with here. And then there's gates that they've created like newer gates. Um, so there's ancient gates like you stumble on and then there's created gates. Mm -hmm. um, if that makes sense. So they yeah. can create new gates. Yeah, like I'll tell you, I mean, they tell us, Charm told us from one of the gates is, Charmed actually has a lot of truth in it. Um, even though it's mixed up with witchcraft and Satanism, it still has a lot of um, metaphysical actual truth about this reality. So the San Francisco Bridge is uh, a jump gate. Okay. And they show it that in Charmed. Um, and there's a lot of jump gates. Um, and then there's what we would call portals, which are just smaller jump gates. Mm -hmm. So you walk from one world into another. Um, some of them though, you have to, some of them you can't go in without dying. Some of them, you know, some of these people that get lost and are never seen again, they're not eaten. They're not snatched in the tunnels. They're not kidnapped by aliens. They, um, walk into a gate or a portal and they're in another world and they don't know how to get back. Mm -hmm. So they're gone. It's not all like evil and sinister and, you know, people are eating people or whatever they say. Um, there's a lot of portals and there's even more now, more opening all the time. I see more than I ever have. Are there immortals? <laughs> yeah, you're one of them. Yeah. Oh, I know I don't die. There's, um, well, the whole God thing with a small G, the whole Zeus, you know, all that, all that's 100% true under different names, uh, twisted, uh, morphed a little bit, but all of that was one part of the game, you know, one era. And a lot of us that are left are what you would call, what I would call, what most people call a Titan. So children of the gods as, as a spirit. Hmm. So you have the abilities. That's why they have all the superhuman, you know, hero movies and they're bringing them out right now because basically, um, and I'll answer a question and answer to the fire creation spirits that are left. A lot of them are Titans and other races. Um, there's very few uh, people here that aren't super powerful that are human. Fire wow. creation. Only the best are left, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's my theory. And as far as clones in China, I know for a fact, um, three out of four were clones. And I think there was a lot of calling that just happened, which is good. Um, they turn off the clones um, pain sensors and put them in the chippers. It's just a known fact in the clone world. Like they don't feel anything and they go from, you know, black to mind and emotion to black. I mean, it's not a big deal. There are other choices for certain clones. Um, if they are exceptional people and they get out of the group think and the programming, they can choose something different just like we can. So they can end up on a different place when they leave here. Not really mixing with fire creation people, but more like mixing with their own kind, kind of like Planet of the Robots type of thing. Uh, is there any hope for, for clones to ever become yeah, fire spirits? Never be a fire, no. I mean, other than a consciousness transfer, which isn't really them, it would be you, mm -hmm. for example, <laughs> you in a clone body, which is basically what you're in now, because um, that's not your real body. Uh, no. They are what they are. Kind of like a tree. Is a tree going to be human? No. 
you know, is a fly going to become human? No, it is what it is. Hmm. So there's no such thing as a human fly? Well, there's certainly such thing as mechanical flies. They're all over the place. Um, you probably, I mean, I don't know. I didn't look to see if there's any around you or in your area, but they, they come up uh, on our tech as being in a lot of people's areas right now. The AI flies. No, not human. No. Um, yes, ish. Yes, ish. Mixing the insect DNA. Yes, there are those creatures that are mm -hmm. mixed. Um, yes. But they're not usually see and it's hard because it gets really messy because we're talking about two different things we're talking about the avatar and the genetics of the avatar and then we're talking about the spirit and it's like two different things so could there be a human fly with a fire creation spirit in? yes depending on the situation but not usually now hmm. interesting i always kind of suspected that there was human flies Humans, I mean, the human avatars mixed with a lot of stuff, including our friend Bigfoot. Um, how long has this simulation been going on? And actually, mm. does the simulation itself have time? Um, <laughs> you're asking really good questions. The, the, I call it a daemon, which is what we call what runs. I mean, you know, that's the. No, like the thing that lives the video game. Yeah. Well, the daemon's like if you go, if you have an Apple computer or any computer, there's a program you can run, and I've done it, but I don't remember how, so I'd have to look it up or find it again. And they probably have wiped it. But you could find out how many daemons were running that particular device. So mm -hmm. I had like seven in my computer, five in my phone, four in my iPad, whatever. And they're literally, you know, um, living entities that work with the AI and kind of like fire creation in a way, but different. And, you know, so it's funny. Um, they're not real demons because real demons don't exist. Like we've been taught like angels and demons. That's a game played by um, a number of races to deceive. And it ties in with what the physical body. A lot of times people see angels when they're dying. There's a reason for that. Um, because they love to mess this up and distract us with these physical bodies, whether it's sexual addiction, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's cancer, they love to torture us in these bodies. These bodies are not magical bodies. They are junk bodies. They gave us a crappy, <laughs> crappy avatars to hang out in on purpose. <laughs> but yeah, the angel and demon game is a mess. So are there dark groups? Are there dark beings? Are there beings that like to that you know run in the darker lower frequencies absolutely um are they demons and in, in angles um ang else the else <laughs> no uh they tell you who they are in their name like they do most things in our language you know hmm. but i don't know how long the simulation um i don't i don't remember i know i've been here many 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 lives many you know for a long 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 time like thousands millions of years okay. not everybody is though. i have a daughter who's only been here three times so i mean not everybody here that's a fire creation spirit has been here the same length of time everybody has their own story it's very individual and we're also not taught that we're like humanity women men children no it's all individual all individual everybody has their own 
story, even if they're all, you know, Titans, they have their own story of why they're here, why they're still here, who they are, who they've been, who they've chosen to be and all that. Have I been here tens of thousands of times? Yeah, you've been here a long time. <laughs> You're a very old bean. Hmm. I knew as soon as I looked at you, you were super, well, as soon as I saw everything and saw your spirit, I knew who you were, yeah. Is heavy metal music evil? Heavy metal music is not. Okay, so that's part of the game here is black, white, of course, duality game, you know this, black, white, evil, good, you know, Jesus, devil. So heavy metal music is not evil. It's part of the program, yes. It's part of the program to mess with the brain chemistry. The resonance attracts, actually the resonance doesn't attract like Satan and high level spirits. The resonance attracts like junky entities, kind of like alcohol. Every alcohol has its own demons or its own entities. Um, and some of them are really interesting. Like beer has really crappy. Every single time you drink alcohol, it comes with a gift. It comes with an entity, not a demon, but an entity. Every brand, it's like what you were talking about. You were saying like the nature spirits. Well, mm -hmm. what do you think alcohol is made of? It's made of grains. Yeah. It's made of whatever. It comes with the darker spirits of the nature spirits come with it. And so, you know, when you drink alcohol, you also bring home a friend. So we wonder why so many bad decisions are made. Why, you know, you know, th bad things happen and crimes of passion and uh, cheating. And it, it doesn't just happen because you're drunk because of the, uh, you know, body uh, distortion or the mind distortion, the emotional distortion or the brain chemicals. It happens because you're under, there's other entities on you or in your energy field or in your body driving your behavior to destruction. That makes sense. That's why I don't drink. Yeah, I don't either. And even and though Know but, that. but even know though that. I, I don't smoke marijuana, I do support its use, though, because I think it's. Now, marijuana is a different thing. So herbs and I know this sounds really hippie and I don't mean it to be mm -hmm. hippie and I am an herbalist. So full disclosure, but um, the whole herb without isolated, without pulling out just THC and Dr. Sebi has a great video on this SEBI, if you know who that is. So you should look that up and anybody who's listening and watch it. But he talks about and this is true of all herbs, um, most herbs whole um, with all their balanced parts as they were made um, are good for you, including, I don't know if I should say this marijuana. <laughs> and um, yeah, so they don't want, I mean, I can't believe they're legally, I think it's because of where we're going in the country. Good, 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 good things are happening. So I think it's where the country's going that they're legalizing it because it does help you activate your psychic abilities. It does help you remember, it does help you astral travel. It does help you consciously create and bring in what you want and you know manifest it helps mm -hmm. you do a lot of things cool that's good to know yeah alcohol's nasty stuff you know the fact that you have to most people if they were honest even men or boys or whatever you want to say whether you're a teenager whether you're five whether you're 10 whether you're 16 whatever you have your first drink most people naturally do not love alcohol when they have their first sip there's a reason for that like intuitively you know you have to you know they say develop a taste for it why do we force ourselves to develop a taste for things that are harmful i don't know it's not good it's not good but we intuitively know if you have to develop a taste or something you probably shouldn't be drinking it it's good so it's okay for me not to drink and i'm still allowed to listen to iron maiden 
I don't know. I, I do full disclosure that occasionally I, I, I'll take a high end whiskey. Yeah. Sometimes that just hits the spot. I like the burn. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, not me. I don't do it at all. But, uh, I don't know. It seems to have a bad effect on my family DNA. Hmm. Very possible. Yeah. Um, so I know that you, um, Michelle sent you my picture and you did some, um, oh, yeah. you know, a scan on it. So can you tell me a little bit about what, I mean, like you've already told me a little bit about what you found, but like, what's the, uh, yeah, see if you can give you like the big picture. Yeah. So I looked at your, um, I'm just going to talk about your aura, which I sent you. Um, it's interesting in your aura because you have what we call compression coming on the top, which means an outside force. Hmm, I wonder who that is is you know compressing you and keeping you smaller than you could be as a spirit um you're super intuitive you're a super loving person um in this and this is uh, people are like oh don't ours change all the time yes ours change all the time but we call it first polar are usually pretty accurate generally of what's going on you also don't hold your body really well so um you come out of you're coming out of your body at least right now um i think you have some healing ability and possibly in the multiverse and in SSP, I also think you're involved in the healing arts, like doctorish type thing, sick bay type thing. Um, because of what came up in your aura. You also have some, I don't know if it's in your home, your body. I didn't look that deep or inside. I don't think it's inside, but you do have some darkness around you. You do have some toxicity in your physical organs. And right now you're showing, I mean, when I pulled this, which isn't right now, it was, you know, earlier, uh, mm -hmm. you had some anxiety. It looked like um, some tiny bit of anxiety in your aura, but that can also be from outside. You came up with the weirdest stuff, so that's how I knew who you are. Because nobody pulls in my tech like this unless they're ancient fire creations. So I knew you were ancient fire creation. So um, um, some of the things that came up in you are um, meta like metaphysical things, like because you're an older spirit, you're not gonna like come up as like a clone would come up. A clone's gonna come up very physical. They're gonna come up very 3D. You came up with more spiritual challenges. So one of your spiritual challenges is you're a very kind person and you tend to have a hard time. I shouldn't tell your whole audience this. Um, sometimes you don't do boundaries really well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, and that's a double-edged sword because of who you are. Um, Sorry, I'm just skimming for appropriate. <laughs> it's okay. You can say whatever you need. Whatever. Um, I, I don't yeah. care what my list is. And again, I would say to go along with that, sometimes you accept treatment from people, whether it's family or friends or employers or romantic partners or whoever it is, that's less than what any human, like you just, you, you would say you're chill or you can put up with a lot or you're laid back. But in reality, you just you're traumatized still and you well we all are that's here but you put up with bad treatment because compared to what you go through at night and what you've been through uh, that's nothing so you tend to put up with too much here like you're just i don't know you just don't have good boundaries you allow people not to always treat you the best um yeah and so and you would again i would say you would use different words than i would use or then your body's telling me your energy field. So you would be like laid back, but there's another word that I would use, which is apathetic. 
And I want you to think about the frequency of the word laid back is completely different from the frequency of apathetic. Um, uh, I would definitely I, totally agree. I am apathetic. I, I, don't, I don't care about anything. <laughs> well, we don't have to argue about it then. Yeah, I'm very apathetic. I, I, I know that. But I think it comes again if you put together, because we aren't just who we remember. Just because you don't remember who you are as a spirit doesn't mean you don't still carry that being with you. You know, you're this millions and millions and millions year old being. And so that would tend to make you apathetic, especially when there's nothing you can do about it here. So you kind of throw it, you know, but I want to, I, I am here to remind you that's not who you are. And it's not serving you either in this life, even if you think it is. I think you think it sometimes serves you. It actually doesn't. Um, aren't you glad you had me on? So I'm just giving you a hard time. So you're testing for, okay. So do you know what the shofar is? No. Okay. The shofar in, in the Jewish faith, uh, but it's not just used in the Jewish faith, is the ram's horn. You know how they blew the ram's horn before battle? Right. And it has a very unique sound you are coming up that you are under such spiritual oppression attack and monitoring that you need the frequency of the shofar to declare it ends today i am taking back my power i know who i am i'm clearing my house i'm clearing my energy field it's on like you don't have to play their game here you can walk into as much as possible the fullness of your being and take back your power. So I'm challenging you. So, to, so, so, so what would I, that. what would I do with it? Well, I will, I have an MP3 I can send you. So what I do, not always actually, I, I just told my daughter I need to do, it clears your house, like very, all the low level entities that tend to gloam and hang and the human discarnates that tend to hang around and even cryptoids and stuff that aren't, I mean, there's a lot of dark, we didn't talk about them, but I could tell you tons and tons and tons of non-positive story about dark energies and entities as well hang around our homes and our properties um and in our they love weird places too a lot of them like garages which is really interesting but i mean that's a whole nother story garages. but um, yeah they like garages because people have a lot of junk in their garages and attics and basements you know so you know that whole creepy thing about basements well i have a creepy thing about basements mm -hmm. but a lot of people do in like horror movies and tv series there's a reason they're like this basement feels really creepy because they like the lower entities, the lower level beings. They like even the lower level cryptoids and fan stuff. They like to hang out in like dark and like, you know, tunnel-y type of places like our basement store. We put all our junk. Huh. Yeah, so it, it's just funny that you bring up I, I, the garage thing because like before I got messed up with my printer, I was trying to fix my garage door, which constantly <laughs> gives me a hard time. That's interesting. Yeah. You have a lot of pranksters in your house, though. Yeah. Screw those guys. That's what I mean. So what I do, okay, I open my window and I play this MP3. And it, what it is, is it says, remember me? I'm going to kick your you know what. If, you know, I know you, I see you, I know you're here, I know what you're up to, no. This is not allowed. So when we don't take authority over our homes, over our souls, over our bodies, over our bedrooms, over our garages, over our property, over our cars, lots of other groups, including military, including government, including cryptoids, including ghosts, 
including you know all of them mm-hmm. it's a void they'll fill the void they'll be like yeah let's torture this guy you know let's hide his keys eight times a day i mean they do crap like that i'll tell you a great experiment for you and your audience it's really creepy i'm warning you okay it's creepy so in your bedroom i mean i like really dark bedrooms i don't know if you guys do or not but whether you do or not one night turn on you know make your bedroom really dark however you have to do that even if you have to hang up extra stuff over your windows if you're in the city or whatever make your bedroom really dark and leave the hall light on lay down in your bed where you can see under the door let your vision soften like don't peer intently you know don't psych yourself out don't think anything in your mind try to have a blank mind and just watch your door under your door for 15 minutes you will see some of the beans in your house 100 guarantee you and then if you're really brave get out your camera and film them and blow them up later and you'll see them even more they'll move a lot of the uh trolls you know the movies they tell you these in these mm-hmm. cartoons here. they tell you they come under the door they tell you they creep in your room at night like it's all the stuff we think is false and fantasy and make-believe that's the true stuff all the stuff that we think is real that's the false stuff everything's upside down here hmm. That's, That's creepy, though. Don't do that if you don't want to see. I'm telling you guys. Uh, I, it's something I used to do when I was a kid. Did you see it? Did you see stuff move? Yeah. I mean, as a kid, I thought it was my imagination. But it's not yeah, my, my, I used to always close my bedroom door, and I could see the hallway light coming in underneath, and I always yep. thought I saw stuff. Yep, you did. And then another thing, I'll tell you another thing you could do in your bed, in your bedroom. Okay, so you don't have to have the hall light off for this. But you take your little phone, if you got a smartphone, lots, it doesn't matter if it's Android or iPhone, doesn't matter if it's the latest version, the old versions work fine, and um, put it on video, and it's dark, right? And then just, um, you know, pull up the resolution, you know, it's like 10 times or five times or two times, don't just leave it. You'll also see orbs, there's orbs going through everybody's rooms, all sorts of beans, and it's not just one bean in orbs, everybody's like, it's human discarnates and orbs, it's cryptos and orbs, it's aliens and orbs, no, lots and lots and lots of groups and beans use orbs. Uh, to travel in so and then if you want to see what's in the orb not usually the ones in the bedroom because they aren't the clearest but get an orb outside at night or I always have orbs in my garage I have orbs all over my property just blow them up and you can see the bean you can see oh that looks like an alien oh that looks like a human oh that looks like a crypto oh, that looks like a bird you know whatever hmm. all right so I'm going to run through a list of beings oh gosh and you tell me if what they're if they're good bad and what their purpose is Okay, this should right. be interesting. This is a game show now. Okay. Yeah. Syrians. <laughs> uh, neutral. Just a race. Neutral. Uh, no purpose. Uh, a race. Arcturians. Um, they do a lot of um, implantation of um, taking men's um, semen and implantation. Majority here that are here and interacting here are negative. Pleiadians. They're one of the most deceptive races. So this is the junk consciousness race. They browbeat you with, I'm a Pleiadian. Well, I hope not. You're a Pleiadian. We ain't friends, baby. But um, again, the Pleiadians are very involved in genetic uh, breeding experiments, uh, body stealing, actually taking. So there's two kinds of um, abduction. The Pleiadians do both. They uh, do consciousness transfer and they take your actual body. So they're one of the ET groups that are actively body snatching here. So I'm not a fan. Theans. Wait, what, what was that? Theans. I think it's called Theans. More neutral. 
More of an introvert. Venetians. Again, more of a more of a age, more of a uh, dynasty type of neutral ish. Yeah, they got a little bit into the. Um, yeah, they got a little into some bad stuff, but I, every single culture has. So I'm not. I'm not a either way. I'm pretty neutral with them. Um, I forget what the race is called, but they're come. They come from the center of the earth. The Thelos. Oh wait, wait, Telos. wait! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of mixed. They can be. Mm, they can be violating. They interact a lot with the Fae and the Cryptos. And depending, I think they're kind of tribal oriented and they can be kind of dicey. I think they're mixed. Hmm. Reptilians. That's a hard one because there's so many types and I've met helpful ones. Majority that are here are not for us, but in the multiverse, they're mixed. Draconians. Yeah, they tend to be really, they're so, well, and this is true. So emotions here are not for any race, including human, it's not the same as out of here. So they have no emotion and they really value uh, warlike uh, skills. So if you're a warrior, like at your core, you might be able to have a good relationship with them. But if you're not, you're probably going to be dead. They just don't like, they don't value anyone that, that has any kind of softness. So if you're weak, you could never really make friends with them. But if you're really, really, really warlike, um, they'll be your, like you want to be friends with them. So again, kind of mixed, but they really don't value, they don't value humans because they think humans are so weak. They're, they're a bunch of mind wiped dodos walking around on their phones and playing video games and watching Netflix all day. Like what's to, I mean, that's just not the Draco race, you know, there's no respect there. Hmm. <laughs> they do not like humans <laughs> in that form. They don't like the clone and the AI and the Sims, which is mostly the people that are super into that are not fire creation. A fire creation would never be happy playing video games all day. They'd be bored. Fire creation spirit would never be able to watch you know, three full, you know, years of a series, they'd be bored. They, they don't even have the attention span. One of the signs actually of a fire creation spirit is ADD or ADHD. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, see a Grays. They're just, they're such puppeteered. Um, they're a created servant race. Um, so they tend to be just, I, I mean, they can be kind. It depends on their level. Um, a lot of the grays have come in as handlers and are in human bodies too, in a weird way, uh, is a mess. Grays are a mess, but you will see grays around people's houses and they do a lot of body snatching. So I'm not a fan again, but they do a lot of body snatching for other groups. Uh, not necessarily everybody's like, oh, I went on the grays and there were grays and the grays did this. I don't see a lot of that. I see the grays doing a lot of work for the military, obviously, um, and for other planets and other ships and other commanders. They're kind of, um, and they're not totally cold, they're mixed. Hmm. Nordics. They're, you know, they're creepy. Wait, what was that? The Nordics. 
Yeah, that's one of the fun ones. Uh, they tend to be, uh, you talk about cold. The only race I've ever met that rivals the Nordic in coldness is the Draco. They, they'll, they'll slice your heart out in front of you and eat it. They're super deceptive. Everybody thinks they're amazing and beautiful and, and they're super, super animalistic sexually. So they'll come in kind of like the, uh, the succubus energy, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of energy and you'll have dreams and they'll like rape you in your sleep and they're just nasty. They're nasty beings. Do not ever, ugh, I, ooh, all those stories, they're just so deceptive. They're the most deceptive race. One of them. Terrible. You'll know where you're at with a Draco. You'll know where you're at with a lot of the races, even a reptilian usually, but um, even on the Pleiades, I mean, a lot of them, the Mantoids are, oh, I hate the Mantoids. They're a big group here too. Um, but the, yeah, Nordics. Mm -mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually nice to ask about it's like the Mantoids. Yeah, there's tons here. They, uh, any national park, you'll hear them. They click. They, okay, so I don't know if you've ever heard this. I talk about this a lot and I've talked to a lot of psychic children and a lot of people, but when they were young, they would hear their furniture tap. It's not tapping, it's the mantoids clicking. So if the mantoids have an affinity with you, um, they want your, they basically want your babies. They want fire creation, little babies. So mantoids is a big group that I interact with, unfortunately. You actually interact with the mantoids too. They like you too. Hmm. Not good, not good, not good here. And yeah. I, most of the time, not good. Hmm. Um, so good cryptids now, squatches. Okay. Mixed, absolutely. You know, they are so individual, absolutely. Um, depending on where and the tribes, they're very tribal. Um, if you infringe on their territory or you threaten their young, I mean, even if they're the kindest, um, you know, most wonderful beings, they're all about relationship. They are, I have, I have not met the more animalistic ones. I know there are more militant ones that the military bred and you can't really have relationships with them because again, they're more like the Draco, but um, most of the Squatch, it's a, if you respect me, I'll respect you. And they communicate completely. So all these people that are like, <laughs> they do communicate with each other with some languaging, but that's not their preference. So when people are like, yeah, I captured 75 <laughs> minutes of footage of Squatch talking, I'm like, honey, that ain't Squatch. Cause that's not how they like, they're not gonna sit around talking to each other, you know, for 75 minutes um, or to you. Um, they do like calling to each other though. So you'll hear the whoops and the hollers and stuff like that, especially over a distance like mountains and valleys when you're out, but um, the squats are all about relationship unless you run into the military kind. And, uh, and usually when the military shows up on someone's property to get a squatch, they're not gonna come clean my property of squatches. Um, I actually have a friend, Wayne Wilson, he has videos, this is chilling. This is bone chilling video, you guys. It makes me sick. Where um, they came in, the government came in, well, the military government, our government, this is like here now from a couple of years ago, came to the property across the street and they cleaned out the whole property of squatches. I figure because there was some militant one that had escaped over there or something. Um, they came in the white hazmat suits. He has a, he had on video unless they erased it and they burned every, it was crazy. It's bone chilling to see, it's sickening. It's really wow. sickening. It's creepy. It's like, you feel like you're watching like the X-Files or like Fringe or something. But so usually you'll hear these stories if you like type in the internet, like military comes to woman's house in Oklahoma, like you'll hear these stories, they're not lying, but they don't care. 
Like if I have a relationship with a squatch, like that doesn't bother anybody. That's not threatening anybody. But when you have a renegade group that has escaped from the tunnels, that's trying to work with humans, they're going to give military secrets. People can get hurt. Large amounts of people can get hurt. These things are like, can kill animals and people like nobody's business. Like they're huge and they're trained and they're cyborg. They have cyborg parts and cyborg weapons. And they, some of them have supernatural abilities. So those are the ones that the military goes and kills and captures. But there's different types. Mm -hmm. There's different groups, you know. Skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a little creepy. They don't tend to have the best motivation. To me, a skinwalker is more a prankster, dark energy when you need to change your appearance like that. And... Uh, it really also goes into the uh, werewolf type of thing too. Werewolf is kind of in a way in the skinwalker category. I know people that have seen um, people change in front of them into werewolves. Um, are they a werewolf? Are they a skinwalker? That all gets really dicey. A lot of this stuff is mixed. Um, I, I don't know how pure it is. I don't know, you know, if a werewolf is a skinwalker or not, because it mm -hmm. really matches a lot of the stories. Dogman. Dogman's interesting too. I, I have a lot of pictures of Dogman. Dogman travels with a squatch 100%, 100% of the time, not 10% of the time, not 5% of the time, 100% of the time. If you have squatch or you live in a habitation site or you go to a habitation site, you have Dogman. Are they vicious and evil and horrific? they can be it's individual it's what's around you and i think it's who you are too like they know that's not going to be allowed here they know they're not going to be able to come you know torture my dogs kill my dogs take my dogs so they're not going to come here they're going to go to some idiot down the street who doesn't even know dogman and sasquatches exist and take their dog again when we're in our power and we know who we are and we're vigilant i mean nothing's going to mess with us these are races that are i don't want to say they're beneath us but they know even a Sasquatch compared to you or I is nothing. A Draco compared to you or I is nothing. They know it. They know it. You just need to know it. Chupacabra. Ugh. Those are um, military bred. They kept them in Puerto Rico. Is it Puerto Rico? Uh, but they sense, I mean, they grabbed them out and people have taken them and they've escaped. So there are settings um, here. But that was a total military failed crazy experiment went wrong <clears throat> that's not a good breed <laughs> that's a very yucky thing montauk monster well ask yourself about that i just think it was some kind of uh, experiment going wrong <laughs> it is well you were part of the montauk i mean you know all about montauk you've been there many times hmm. so then it actually is connected with the philadelphia experiment Oh, 100. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so every fire creation being has the ability to split themselves off, time travel. Do you know what a fetch is? It's a name for uh, what a witch in like the 1800s when they would burn people to the stake, they say, you know, she would send her fetch. It means you have the ability mm -hmm. to split your spirit, send it other places. All fire creation, not only do you know we don't know we have that ability so what they do is they come in they split our spirit with trauma and torture and you've been really tortured in the mk ultra programs really severely too and split but um but you can also split your own spirit and send it out 
in different places. So you can be fully inhabiting your body and fully on another planet in another realm in another dimension in another timeline um, consciously in as the director instead of someone else's player in the game. Hmm. I'll have to give that a try. Skunky. You're capable of doing it, so you should. <laughs> <laughs> How about the skunky? Mm, I think that's a more regional um, thing. I, I Again, I think there are very different types of these cryptoids that have their distinguishing. So do I think that's true 100%? Do I think it gets mixed up with a lot of other things? Yes, but I do believe that's a real game. Yowie. Same thing. All these to me are variations um whether it's genetic variations whether it's militarized variations whether it's um where they live you know how they've adapted to the conditions and the food sources and the weather so absolutely real jersey devil i think that's real too i don't know why they call it that but yeah i think i think all those are real i know you're gonna ask me mothman next Right, I always thought maybe the Jersey Devil and Mothman were related somehow. Okay, so that's to me, those aren't, those are, and I don't know what they are, but my suspicion is, sorry, that's something off my table. My suspicion is it's like a Draco or something pretending to be an angel devil type of thing. I mean, I think I don't think it's, um, yeah, they're probably feeding off the leash of these accidents or whatever. I mean, we have we have the ability to i mean i have the ability to read timelines i mean all time is now so once you step into your power and your meta abilities are activated you can know all things any place anytime all the time i mean and they do too they they know how to use that ability they have that ability thunderbird i don't know what that is what is that i don't know what that is it's a native american oh thunderbird you said mm -hmm. thunderbird thunderbird the angel devil mothman game played mm -hmm. differently that's my opinion i don't know for sure but that's my opinion hmm. that's all i could think of i ran out oh i thought that was good i thought you did good I was <laughs> that. it's, all, it's all i can pull that's off the top of my head <laughs> that's funny yeah um something here hold on one second you're fun so what do you do for fun <laughs> work <laughs> no no um i guard i mean i really i mean I, i'm an herbalist so i garden for fun i have a lot of dogs i hang out with my dogs i hike I um, I went and dug for fairy crystals at the Fairy Stone Park a couple weekends ago. I dig for crystals, um, like mine crystals. I make organ pyramids. I mean, all the weird stuff you'd expect me to do for fun. <laughs> hmm. I take pictures of the ships in the sky and I, uh, what else? Take pictures of uh, all the stuff on my property, you know, all the little people and the dogmen and Bigfoot. I have quite a few pictures. I mean, I, I just kind of do whatever I want. Um, I, I really, and I, and I do try to give myself the space to continue to remember, to have actual conscious memories of the being that I am. 
So it says here you have predictions for 2021. Oh, yeah, that's all good. So it's going to be good? So good. So, so, so good. I'm so excited. Replicator in every home, at least by next year, at least by 2022, it'll be a replicator in every home. Um, I'm thinking by fall, there'll be full disclosure of all the alien races that are here, um, full disclosure of um, the interplanetary communication, full disclosure of SSP, not our part in SSP, because they don't want people getting like, like, where's our pay? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Military pay? Military retirement? Where's that? Um, yeah, so there's a lot to all that stuff. But um, so that's going to be good. Um, definitely a reset. Definitely IRS abolished flat tax is coming. Um, okay, so here's a little hint. So you know how, um, you know, we got stimulus checks under Trump and we got stimulus checks under Biden and they're like, oh, the Congress, it's not the Congress, nothing to do with the Congress. This is your money that they've stolen, you know, selling your social security number on the stock exchange. This is your money. We'll at least be getting um, the last update I had was between 8,000 and like 15,000 more within the next couple of years. It's our money. It's nowhere near what they've stolen from us. All mortgages will be abolished. There will be new mortgages and stuff, but all credit, because it's all under, remember I said the multiverse law is contractual. Yeah. It was all lies and false contracts. So it's not exactly as they're saying, they're like, no taxes. No, there will be tax, but it'll be a reasonable tax. It'll be a flat tax. So the revelation script of the thousand years, that's kind of coming into play. So there'll be peace. There won't be any war. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I know this for a fact from being in active SSP, is nuclear war is not a thing. Like all the BS talks, you never have to worry about nuclear war because they everybody is outed their higher technology. So it's not nuclear war. Here's the choice. You never have to worry about nuclear war. You just have to worry about instant incineration, which you don't have to worry about because you're an eternal infinite spirit and you just go wherever you choose after here. So it's you wouldn't feel a thing. So there's nothing to worry about. You don't have to fear nuclear war. There will never be nuclear war. That's Ever. good. Plus, yeah, it, plus it wouldn't really matter anyway because it's all a hologram. Exactly. And that's the lie. There is no, you know, people, you hear people say these gurus and stuff say, there is no death. There isn't death. You're, <laughs> there's no death. It's just what game are you in? Okay, right now you're in the earth prison game. Well, guess what? When you're out of the Earth prison game, you get to choose. If you want to get captured by a ship and allow yourself to do that because you're dumb, have at it. There are worse prison planets than this one. There are worse simulations. There are worse timelines. There are worse planets. There are worse realms than this one. This is a pretty decent prison planet. It's crazy, but it's pretty decent overall. There's a lot that happens to you that's horrific that you don't remember and know about, which is good. And like my daughter said, she's like, Mom, I think memory wiping is like merciful a lot of the time, and it is. When you're being raped at night, or sexually abused or eaten, you know, or whatever you're being, or you're flying slave, you know, slave ships, which a lot of people in SSP fly sex trafficking ships throughout the multiverse. Like, why do you want to remember that? You don't, it's merciful. So everything isn't so black and white. Everything is kind of like this hazy shade of gray here. Um, how about alien abductions? How about what? Alien abductions. Yeah. Why are they, why do they, why does that happen? Because well, a lot of it's breeding and DNA 
program, most of its breeding and DNA programs. And also they try to figure out what you said, how do we create a soul? How do we have fire creation? How do we replicate fire creation? How it's all about us. It's all about, it's all about the fire creation beads. I'm telling you the multiverse is kind of all about the fire creation beads period. It's the one thing that can be replicated. You can replicate grays till the cows come home. You can replicate Dracos till the cows come home. You can replicate even Sasquatch. I mean, they have, I mean, but you cannot replicate. You can only split, can't replicate. Are there other beings that cannot be replicated? There's other fire creation spirit beings that are not in human suits that cannot be replicated. Yes, 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 yes. But not very many. Who are they? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. No, I know there are, though. I mean, I've been told there are. No, I think you know. I think you're just not telling. Maybe me. I, maybe I do, but there's certain things I can't talk about because I've been warned not to talk about certain things. So it pushes. I'm really not supposed to talk about half the stuff I'm talking about right now. So I'm probably going to get a phone call tonight. Yeah, I imagine. So yeah. Oh, screw those guys. I already had a phone call actually before that was really weird before this show. So it's very like the heavy breathing, silence, weird, beep, military type phone call. I'm like, okay. So I should have known how this was going to go because they obviously knew how it was going to go. Usually when I say the word Draco, it shuts down. Like, I'm surprised they even let me say that word. They usually don't. <laughs> the men in black, are they real? And who oh, are they? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. mm. Are they human? They're a mix. I mean, mm, human. Are they human? Are they in human not very good suits? but not usually human. Usually there are um, other races, not just one, but other races that, and there's kind of good, I, I hate using polarity words, but there's like protective men in black. And then there's like, you are naughty boy or girl, men in black type thing, you know, threatening men in black, but there are protective um, men in black too, that kind of watch out for you. It, they're a lot like the fringe men in black too they also um well if you remembered you would know they're also in a lot of the, like the three-letter training uh things they're they're very much observers they're very much um play with time um they don't work for governments they work with governments or like with the military so people are like the men in black work for the military no they don't so if you're like my friend Wayne, when he exposes too much, they usually show up at his sites and they like follow him around and act stupid. <laughs> it's just depends, you know, on what their job is, but they're kind of the heavies, but they're also protective sometimes. Hmm. I've had good experiences with them too. Why am I being allowed to do what I do? You mean like this show? Exactly because we're at the end of the age and full disclosure is coming. And part of who you are is, or part of like who you are as a spirit, you have the ability to wake other people up and open up like a part of their being, like other fire creation spirits um, to consider because you're not like me. Like I'm a really intense 
like all over the place. Like my energy is super, super, super like potent, but you slide in under the radar. So you have the ability at this time in history to reach people with the truth in a very small bite like way. So if they listen to enough of your stuff, and even though you have people that are, that are programmed and like espousing the 3D program, not the wider reality, um, you still kind of like are a truth speaker and a truth teacher, even when you're talking to people that aren't speaking truth. It's a weird thing about you. It's part of who you are. You have a lot of um, teacher in you actually, like magician teacher. That's cool. Yeah. You're like an alchemist. So more happens when you speak than words. Did you know that I didn't do my taxes for 15 years? No. Well, you said anarchist. I should have guessed that, I guess. Um, But you must understand contractual law on some higher level then. Like you must know there's a bigger... I think that's pretty bold. So to me, it seems like someone tapped into the multiverse and has a knowledge of how things are really run, you know? Yeah, you don't really need to pay taxes. <laughs> you don't need to do a lot of things, yeah. But that's what's so cool is once you do remember who you are, which that is a form of remembering who you are, your choice in that, um, it's so cool. You can have anything you want. I mean, basically, if it, you know, people say this reality is like a movie. It, I think it's more like a video game. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to describe it, but it is true. You can't have whatever you want. I mean, I it took me a long time and I fell along the way and I thought I knew it all. And then I realized, you know, when you slay your ego, it really helps. Um, but and I've been guided and taught and protected as you have along the way, but life's pretty good now. You know, I, I really feel, yes, I have a lot of scrutiny and a lot of, I'm watched a lot, but we're not even watched so much because of like things like this conversation. We're watched because it would only take one of us to step a tiny fraction into our fullness of being and this world's basically the simulation ends like basically one of the fire creation beings in their fullness could stop this at any time that's why they memory wipe us every night and multiple times during the day that's why they feed us this the, our own avatar works against us they put us in an avatar that is so frail and so fragile and then they teach us the opposite of everything we need to be intaking and breathing and drinking to maintain it so they keep us locked up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, metaphysically. So we're just their slaves. So they're afraid when people in like you and I start talking mm-hmm. and then other people start talking. And then when we start remembering and then we start putting action and creating, are we going to create them out of here? Are we going to dissolve the simulation early? Are we going to, what are we going to do? That scares them. That scares every power group here that we're going to remember who we are. So if I tell them that I'm not, that I don't feel fear and I know all this is bullshit and I'm going to turn it off, come and get me. 
It's an it's an interesting experiment. We'll see if they come and get me. I don't feel fear. That's because regardless of what you believe or you say, you have a resonance of memory because I can see it in you. So there, you know, there is some part of you that knows who you are and knows your power and knows your abilities. Awesome. And also, guess what? You said, I, I don't often say this, but I'll say it here. Um, I, ever since I was a baby, which sounds crazy, I've never been afraid. So that's a sign of a fire creation spirit. If you are the top dog of every universe, every planet, every spaceship, every realm, every timeline, you have the most magic, the most power, the most ability. You can create anything, anytime, any place, know anything, anytime. What's going to stop you? What's there to be afraid of? It all just becomes a choice in a game. Period. Nothing, to, nothing to be afraid of. There isn't. Hmm. And the more you can stand in reality in that, the less, I mean, the more they'll leave you alone. And, and I know that they have, well, I also have seen their contracts. I know they have limits. So they can maybe follow you around all day or watch you or crank call you or do whatever they do, you know, but they can't kill you. We usually kill ourselves. We kill ourselves with our choices. We kill ourselves with our fear, as you pointed out. Um, yeah, we, it's ingenious. This place is masterful. I've got to give them props for the creation of this prison. Masterful, <laughs> you know? I just mess with them right back. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> they love that. Um, so before we wrap this up, where can my listeners find you? I'm pretty old. So, um, well, not just like millions of years, like in this lifetime, I'm pretty old. So you can just type my name in, in Google. You can type secret to everything. Secret to everything.com is my website. We have some free classes, free gifts. Uh, we have monthly groups and I'm on a lot of, you know, I post all these shows, like I'll post your show up on, um, my website under media and I'll, um, I have a YouTube channel, Kimberly McGeorge. I'm serene wellness on Twitter. Kimberly McGeorge and Secret Everything on Facebook. I'm, I'm not hard to find, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post those links in the notes of this episode so my listeners can check you out while they're listening. Awesome. I really appreciate it. And please uh, let me share this as well and get this to me when you have it. Ready. Oh, Absolutely. One last question. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Was this the best podcast you've ever been on? Yeah, I loved it. You know, what? I'm going to tell you why I liked it because it was like coming home. It was like you and I sitting around, you know, having a cup of coffee, you know, just chatting about old times. It was cool. It's like remembering. <laughs> Seriously, it was cool. Awesome. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was. It was great. I got to talk about things I don't always get to talk about. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Fantastic. Well, you're definitely welcome back anytime. Thank you for being on. And hang on for one moment while I play my outro. Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable on KGRA Radio. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or email him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. 
You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs and other merchandise to support the costs of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of his page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. Oh yes, I almost forgot. You can buy his book, Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need, and it's on Amazon. It'll change your life, because remember, everything that exists was first imagined. Hey, if you loved what you listened to, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe.